there's really a lot of opportunities out there. You just have to look and don't forget to upskill yourself, learn different skills. Once the company or once your boss needs something that you know, you can learn it, try to learn it because now you are adding value to yourself. Hello, Irene. Hello, Ruth. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Where the F Am I Heading? So, how are you? I'm really good. That's great. And how about you? I'm always good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yes, we have to always feel good. So last time we talked about the difference between the office setting and a remote work environment. So in connection to that, what is the topic that we're going to discuss today? Today our topic is about like ways to earn money online yes this is a topic that we always look forward to because it it talks about money (laughs) of course right yes and it's online yes our forte somehow yes so we have the starter Mm -hmm. pack as we say people would ask where to find jobs online there's a lot of platforms that they can go to but we will start off with upwork upwork it used to be called odesk so right now it's Upwork and in Upwork you have I think 60 connects per month that you can use Mm -hmm. and then whenever you apply it will be deducted from that connect. I think it's around four to six connects per application. Yes that's right. It used to be two connects per application but now they've changed it. Anyhow Mm -hmm. this is actually a huge platform so you can get a lot of opportunities in there. Another one is onlinejobs.ph. The good thing about onlinejobs.ph is that you can have a preview of those who are seeking jobs if you are the client. And apart from the usual information about the candidate, you would also be able to see their desk profile. It's like, you know, their personality, which also helps the client because they'll be able to see if the candidate is fit to work with them. Mm -hmm. Another option that people are missing, but I think there's already people who are getting into this because the competition is smaller, is the use of LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, it's like a Facebook of business people. Yes. Entrepreneurs. If you're in business, then that's the platform you use. Yes, this Mm -hmm. is your social media. So that is why... If you are a person seeking to work remotely, might as well stay in LinkedIn and start reaching out and creating cold pitch to businesses that you would like to be part of or clients that you would like to work with. Another option is social media posts, mostly in Facebook groups with different entrepreneurs or remote groups where they would post what they are needing or what they are looking for and actually both of my long-term clients i got it from facebook groups you have to really make sure join the right groups look for those right groups where you can either network or get the opportunities and speaking of opportunities irene what do you think are the opportunities that they can find online sky is the limit to be honest but of course i will not tell you all the list because (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it will take forever. Yeah. I can just tell you a few of the things that I have encountered. Mm-hmm. So the, yep. the common one is actually editing. So from video, editing to photo, audio, and then you also have coding, software developer, 
any types of developer can get a job in Upwork or in online. So now I work in a Norwegian company and we do hire people mm -hmm. from Philippines and then design and editing. So if you are into designing logos, making codes into a photo using Canva and all of that, you can also get a job doing that. Yep. There's a lot of them. And I think just from my experience, the salary you can get from this is around €3.50 or €4 Euro per hour. Mm -hmm. It's low, but it's a good starting point. If you add that with digital marketing, if you have idea mm -hmm. about social media management, then the rate may go higher. And then you add with writing and proofreading for mm -hmm. the captions and all of that. Then you can even ask around 20, 25 dollars per hour most of us that are in online world for a very long time mm -hmm. we tend to upskills yep and when you upskill you become the project management as well right just have combinations of all of this don't focus on one thing Mm -hmm. Actually, that's the good thing. That's the beauty of working remotely. And I just realized it when you were talking that in a traditional setup, you have to have this specific focus of scale or, you know, a job title. But mm -hmm. if you transition to the remote world, it's kind of difficult to really tie yourself in a specific role. If you really yeah. want to grow, you have to learn a lot of things. You really have to upscale. Because maybe in a few years' time... you be your own boss. Yeah, you may yeah. be hiring people. Because of your different skills, you need to leverage it and eventually get people to work with you, under you, mm -hmm. right? So, yep. yep, that's the good thing about it. And another thing is translations and transcriptions. The thing is, all of the, the skills I mentioned above, except for coding and programming, which I probably have really basic, hello world, that's it. But the rest, <laughs> I do all of them, you know, from virtual assistant, accounting, no, I'm terrible at math. So no accounting for me. But <laughs> I started with social media, with photo editing, video editing. I'm still doing those. The designing and editing, I'm still doing them, but I got help from mm -hmm. my team now. And the writing, my team is now doing that. I just have to double check, but they're really awesome. So there's really a lot of opportunities out there. You mm -hmm. just have to look and don't forget to upskill yourself, learn different mm -hmm. skills. Once the company or once your boss needs something that you know, you can learn it, try to learn it because now you are adding value to yourself, to your skills. So your value will be much higher in mm -hmm. the next phase of your life. Or yeah. if you want to look for another job one day, they will ask so what are you you will just i'm an editor i'm a programmer i'm a designer i'm all of that <laughs> yeah it's like i'm your one-stop shop for all of your business needs just want to ask what was your first remote assignment looking back i know nothing aside from photos and i was a customer service support in uh -huh. in, in philippines by that time, working from home was kind of taboo, but yeah. I really wanted because I thought I stay at home anyway, I can't sleep. So why not try to look jobs online? And then I went into Upwork uh -huh. 2016. I was looking for data entry because uh -huh. I heard you just have to copy paste and, yep. you know, put something in there. And I thought, 
I can do that. That's yes. easy. And I ended up with writing article, which I was so terrible at, to be honest. And you don't have writing experience. Right? I don't have writing okay. experience. So I'm not good at it. But the client was like, they just want a basic writing. I did not really earn a lot at the beginning. But then Instagram... And food was the thing at that moment for yeah. me as well, because I told you I was into photos. And then they saw me growing my Instagram up to 11,000 mm-hmm. followers mm-hmm. in two months. And they mm-hmm. said, huh, I think you have a, a, a talent for something. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, we will hire you for full time, but you have to go to this country. I was worried at first. Imagine. Mm-hmm. I was just like 20 years old and why are they asking me to go to this, to, to Thailand for the first time? And I was really worried. You know why? I was thinking, human trafficking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I went there for WordPress event because uh-huh. I had to take photos. Okay. But before I went there, I joined a group like, like a food blogging Thailand or something in Bangkok. So this is just like a side gig that I was hoping because food review Mm -hmm. I was getting into that so I was able to get this client there five-star hotel Mm -hmm. with a five-star restaurant you know 11 types of oysters from different part of the world (laughs) that's my first gig I was like over the moon but then you know the real job have to come in eventually Mm -hmm. and I attended wordpress wordcamp and from that time every year I had to go to different countries to attend. I ended up in Paris Mm -hmm. and then in Bulgaria, Serbia, Mm -hmm. and I had a blast. And from that time, they said, okay, manage our social media. And I had no clue aside from sharing posts on Facebook. That's the only thing I know. But they said, but you grow your Instagram, apply Mm -hmm. it on our Facebook. And so I did. Okay. And then they got me a lot of clients and they said, huh, okay. Let's turn you into video editor. You edit our Facebook ads and for the clients as well. And from that time, anything Mm -hmm. that they need, I just do it. As of the moment, I'm a project management. And the reason why I ask you this, because I want our listeners to understand the journey. And you don't have background on those opportunities. No. But it was given to you. So. I want the listeners to understand and to to really feel that because I know a lot of people who are afraid to transition because for them, they don't have experience, they don't have the skills. It's like there's a lot of opportunities to the point that even those who don't have experience and background can get a task or a role like what happened to you. I'm not saying it will always happen to everyone. But we have a chance. Yes. What I'm trying to say is Look at what happened to Irene. Her background was customer support and she didn't go that path. The only thing here is that in the remote world, you cannot just focus on one task. That's what we said. There are other skills that you need to hone in order for you to have your value to go up or for your rate to go up. You really have to be open and, and start researching you know if you are not really 100% confident start researching and really upskill make your skills work for you and the thing is education or learning new skill we are at the era or time where mm-hmm. you can learn anything and everything yep. in the internet you have youtube you have udemy you have all of this yes. content out there that are just waiting for you to consume them and apply it to your life or to yourself yes exactly 
You mentioned those platforms where they can get free education or free training. So there's a lot of them out there. You can check that out. You can research. You really have to research because if you are working remotely, you need to have that skill. Because mm-hmm. that would be your best friend the whole time. Yeah. Moving on to the types of online jobs. There are clients who would hire full-time. There are some who would only need part-time. And some are client-based and task-based. So task-based, they would only hire you for a certain task and that's it. It may be once a month, once Uh a year or so kind of thing. Yes. And client-based, these are like the one that you get from Upwork. They would hire you and then after that, okay, move to the next. Unless you are so good with what you do, they can hire you full-time. So... Mm -hmm. Those are the types of online jobs that you can get. There are some online freelancers who are so eager to earn a lot. So apart from having full-time, they would also have part-time plus task base. We used to do that. Yeah. Like I have a full-time client and I have another client, the task-based client actually. And we've been working together for a long time as well. I even have this part-time client longer than my full-time client so she would come back she will always ask me hey do you know how to do this or to do that she would ask me first if i'm okay to do it so yeah that's that's actually a relationship and the good thing is that if you have this kind of client task-based client build a good relationship with them because eventually they might refer you to their other clients too or they will get you for other projects So it's really important to really have a good working relationship with them, even if we are doing this online and we can rarely see each other. Once you are done with the client, never burn bridges Mm -hmm. because one day you might need them or they might need you. So it's not like I used to have this thing when I was in corporate world, like when I resigned, I had this feeling of, no, I don't want to talk to them anymore because Mm -hmm. we had like a bad experience kind of Mm -hmm. and I tend to burn the bridge. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's bad. Don't Mm -hmm. do that. You should always leave the company with a good intention. Yeah. With this one, with the task base, because just like you, I also have a client. Mm-hmm. She's from UK and when pandemic started, she closed her business as well. Mm-hmm. And then now that they're getting back to normal, she contacted me and she actually had a lot of tasks for me, yeah. a lot of jobs for me. So I just like accept those because it's not like every day. It's uh-huh. doable. So mm-hmm. always have a good relationship, either previous or current client. That's right. And so this is, I think, one of the most important questions is how do you get paid when you work online? Okay, when you work online, getting paid is not really that hard. (laughs) We have a lot of online platforms now as well that you can use, like PayPal. Most Mm -hmm. of the clients would prefer PayPal. But of course, in a situation where you are a, a freelancer, it costs a little bit more to mm-hmm. withdraw your money but sometimes when you have a contract this okay this is just a tip mm-hmm. it doesn't harm to ask for the client to shoulder the up the paypal fee it will not cost you anything so just give it a try sometimes they would agree to that because they understand if your rate is three dollars they would understand that paying for a few percent more is okay especially if you do good a pork is the second one which i use a lot 
because I use Upwork with all my jobs and you are guaranteed to get paid somehow. But I, I never had the experience with not getting paid. Next is interbank transfer. This I do this when I'm hiring from Philippines. I have Philippine bank, so it's more simpler for both of us. It costs nothing to transfer and I don't have to deduct. I don't have to really convert from dollars mm-hmm. to pesos. So we both not lose anything. Yep. The fourth is Pioneer. Mm-hmm. This is connected to Upwork. You can get Pioneer card and account from mm-hmm. Upwork as well. You can request for it. It's free of charge. They will deliver it to you within 30 days and mm-hmm. you get American account. You can also have Euro account. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is what you're using, yeah. WISE, but previously known as TransferWISE. Yep. Lastly, that I know of, which is really common in Philippines now, mm-hmm. Gcash. I really love Gcash when I was there. It makes life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It's so fast to pay. Mm-hmm. I do this with some people that are working for me on task based Mm -hmm. so they are not full time they are not part time only task based because it's more simpler we don't have to be in Upwork we don't have to pay such amount and if the freelancer cannot really get an account in Upwork or they are from online jobs they don't Mm -hmm. really have to create those and we agree they have to do something for me then it's easier to pay them with Gcash yeah that's right because it's like you're just transferring from one friend to another and instantly the other person will get it and actually there's a story about transfer wise I've been working with this full-time client for a couple of years and ever since I was like, is there any way that I can get paid through TransferWise? Because I know for a fact that the fee is smaller plus the conversion rate is better compared to PayPal. Good thing that I'm so pushy. I'm this kind of person that every centavo counts. So... I I asked that again and we just transitioned to using WISE just last month. And the other Filipinos are also happy as well because they can finally enjoy a better pay compared before. And it's direct to the bank. It can be. Or like for example, mine, I created currency for Canadian dollar. So they just transferred it to me as a Canadian dollar. I have an option whether whenever I want to convert it and the good thing about it is that it follows the fair market rate unlike in paypal like one dollar is for 46 pesos so it's really low so let's move on to the other ways of earning money online when i was starting i really don't know which niche to really focus on so i've tried a lot i tried transcription i even tried esl or the english as second language tutor i even enrolled to a program so that I could get a certificate. I was like four modules away to completing it. I decided I will not proceed because I can't see myself doing it. But if you're the kind of person who would like to do this to teach English, mostly to Chinese nationals, can be an adult or children. You can give it a try. There are different companies hiring Filipinos. Although there are some companies who would really prefer to have Americans or anyone who has English as native language. But there are some who would accept Filipinos. So you can just check that out if you think the pay is okay with you then you can give it a try what other ways they can earn money the other ways is actually micro task this is like what i told you earlier when i started but it's not really writing this is from transcription Mm -hmm. so they have videos that they just want the script Mm -hmm. out of it 
Yeah. But now actually it's really easy to do transcription because you can run them in different software and then just check, double check if mm-hmm. the spelling, the words are correct. You can still get money out of it. Mm-hmm. Data collection as well. So this is like web scrapping mm-hmm. yep. for getting information of people, email, names. Yeah. And it's not that hard to do. My dev team actually just made the software for fun for this. Wow. For, for web scrapping. Because it was like part of the hiring process. If mm-hmm. they know really what they're doing, then they could do this. And then the next one is actually blogging or vlogging. It's really common now. A lot of people earn yep. money doing this. Yes. Because yes. of monetization. You can mm-hmm. set up your Google AdSense if you have YouTube. I think you have to have 1,000 subscribers to get monetized. But it's really good money once you have enough viewers. Mm-hmm. Your content is really good. You got a lot of viewers, subscribers. Mm-hmm. Then this is a really passive income. Mm-hmm. Some people do vlogging mm-hmm. to really, really earn a lot of money. Like yep. some of them earn oh millions of dollars. Yeah, uh, blogging as well. You have a website and then you have visitors. Every time a visitors visit your website and read, the longer they stay, the better. The more money you earn. Yeah, and for those who are considering vlogging and all that just be ready if you really want to earn out of it it would require a lot of work from you as well because you have to think about the content you have to plan it there are schedules to follow if you are not the person who's good in editing you have to hire someone who's good at it there are a lot of factors that you have to look into before you can really earn a lot just don't compare your day one to someone's day 100 because for sure some of those who are earning so well, they've been doing it for quite a while already. And they have a good and following. And that applies to us. Yeah. With yeah. this podcast, this yeah. project we're doing right now. Yeah. And this is actually a pet project. So anyhow, mm. we would really appreciate if you will be sharing it with your friends or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> that will help us boost our confidence and create more content yes. like this. And finally, another, another way to earn online is, of course, online business. E-commerce grew tremendously because of pandemic. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are shopping online, like here in the Philippines, Shopee and Lazada. That's why they even have this monthly promotion, like two, two, three, three. If you are so good with, you know, selling or whatnot, or you have a product you would like to sell, you might want to do online business. And some people even do live selling or online selling in, in Facebook. So far, we've seen people who really succeeded in doing that. So that's actually another option. And drop shipping. So for those of you who don't know drop shipping, it's like you have a business, a website or a page or whatnot. And once your buyer orders from you, it would go directly to your supplier and they will do the fulfillment of the order and deliver it to your buyer. So technically, you have the business, but you don't have the inventory. So that's a good thing about drop shipping. Another option is the print-on-demand. There was a time that I wanted to do that. It's like you are selling shirts. You don't have physical store, of course, unless you have, that's fine. And then your supplier will do the printing for you and deliver that to your buyer. Sometimes they would do the design as well. And Amazon is also another option, especially for outside the Philippines and Shopify. So there are other online businesses or e-commerce that you can look into some their product is actually ebook if there's something that you would like to create and if you're a good writer or whatnot you can sell ebook 
those are the ways to earn money apart from working, of course. And now let's move on to the do's and don'ts of online job hunting. What do you think is a do or a don't for, for this kind of job? When you're looking for a job, the first thing you do is to actually make a CV and send it, right? Mm-hmm. But now you have to really tailor and customize your CV for yes. the client's needs. Because different clients got different needs that may similar to what you know, but yep. at the same time, the task is a bit different. So mm-hmm. you really have to read properly what the client wants. Because for them, once they see your CV and you customize it, they will not think you are lazy at all because mm-hmm. you put effort. Yes. First impression still matters, you know. Yeah. And the second one is don't send the same CV to every employer because related to the first point, mm-hmm. different clients have different needs. Mm-hmm. So research the companies that interest you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we see that, okay, they're really offering good money and all of that, but it's not really aligned to your goal or to what you really wanted. Over time, I've learned that it's really important to know your values, your core values. And I've learned this because of the experience that I have in working remotely. I realized that it's not only the client who qualifies you if you are fitting to work with them. You also have to qualify them if they fit within your goal because not Mm -hmm. because they are the ones who are giving you the opportunity you would say yes right away and another is don't get tempted to fire off applications too quickly this is a common newbie mistake because when i was starting i was so eager to get a client so what i would do like in upwork i would really consume all the 60 connects like i'll just send my cv and that's the thing i was sending a generic cv right so it doesn't make sense and i was asking at the end of the day why i didn't get an invitation it's because i didn't really put enough effort to really apply you have to also look into the job post is this something that i want to do is this something that i can see myself self-doing for a long time and you know the good thing about online platform let's say upwork or online jobs is you can actually read the review of freelancers to the client are they really paying most of the time i do read that before i even submit yes i do that too and of course that's a way to see how much they're paying the other people and also do follow recruiters application requirements this is basic that's why you have to read the job description because there are times that recruiters they would put at the end of the post use this blah 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 as a subject if you didn't use that subject in your application it means you didn't read all throughout finally what what other don't or do's that we have to consider never be late in the interview (laughs) yeah clients expect that okay you work from home you're already at home what are your excuses you can't say traffic because you're already at home so don't be late in your interview and that's why there's a schedule so that you can mark your calendar or whatnot unless it's an emergency at least inform the other person or the hr that you cannot make it or whatnot in advance to respect for their time as well the time is very important exactly How can we be aware of scammers? Because let's be honest, because of the pandemic, a lot of people 
started to transition, started working online. And because of that, there's an increase of scammers out there. So what are the red flags that this is a scammer? From people who work in the office and wants to get into a freelancing boat, a lot of people nowadays are desperate to earn money. Mm -hmm. Anything that would say on social media that you can earn money doing this and that, you will see a lot of people sending how following yep. you know ff and how <laughs> and those are people that can get scammed easily because well they don't really read mm -hmm. properly what it says mm -hmm. in the post yep. another is when you are asked to pay it's like we will hire you if you pay this amount it's like in any other working environment you don't have to pay in order for you to get the job if it's an offer yeah. for you it means they are going to pay you for the work you really have to be careful when someone's offering you and then they're asking for a payment or this is actually common but this is not a scam i'm not saying it's a scam but just be mindful whenever there are clients who would ask for a free trial or something like that mm -hmm. there are some who are legit who will pay for you for yeah. that free trial they would say uh, a trial before hiring you but only after like one task yeah. or something but if they ask you to do one month for free mm -hmm. don't yes. do that it's not worth your yeah. time it's not worth your knowledge and your yeah skill. and for all you know that client or that person is not really going to hire you they would just need that one time task for their you know for their own client so just be mindful of that. With Upwork, they had this platform like similar to Fiverr. You know, you post the gig that mm -hmm. you can do mm -hmm. and then people will just book yep. it. And so I did that and I thought in my FAQ, I added, what if I just want one image? Mm -hmm. And then I put there that I can do that and it's free. Because of the word free, Upwork sent me a warning. Mm -hmm. Never, ever do free. Uh -huh. So they did not approve my own yep. posting for that matter. And it's a good thing because they're protecting the freelancers. And also, you have to do a background check of the company if it's a company or a business. We're in the digital era now. So all of the businesses should be in social media. You have to look in how they interact with the community, how they um, interact with clients and all that when was the last time they posted and all so it, it would give you an idea about this company before you say yes to them and then the next one is when they ask for personal details like passport photo you should never give your passport photo when you're applying for a job because all the details about you is there. Your birthday, the passport number, which can be mm -hmm. used to actually log into your bank account and all of it. And the, your social media credentials. When the client, when, when the job is about like social media marketing, mm -hmm. it's okay to give them the link of your social media, but never give your login and yeah. password. Or when they're asking for a scanned copy of your IDs, you know, sometimes a card number and some CVV and all of that, because they said they need it to pay you. Don't fall for that. And when they're asking for more information, like your mother's maiden name, you don't need that to apply at any kind of mm -hmm. job. That's why it's really important to do background check. And if their offer is really too good to be true, most often than not, it's not true. So let's now move our thoughts on attending seminars and workshops about freelancing and remote work worth it. Yes. Mm -hmm really worth yep. it you should do that every opportunities you have mm -hmm. you should really attend seminars and workshops yeah. it's to actually give value to yourself yep. to your mm -hmm. skills and it, it helps you 
to to grow your network mm -hmm. have more clients if that's what you want to mm -hmm. or to find those people that can surround you and help you to be better in your field yeah. and or if you are going to open a business yourself and manage more people hire more people then you should do yeah. this there's a lot of free there's a lot of paid mm -hmm. you can choose what you can yeah. afford but don't think of it as a waste of time because in reality you could spend two hours in netflix doing nothing mm -hmm. But you can spend the same two hours doing workshops or seminars. Mm -hmm. And let's say you it costs you $100. Don't think it's a cost. Think of it as an investment. Mm -hmm. You are investing in yourself. If you have opportunity and you know you can do it, just do yep. this. Attend seminars. And it's, life is a continuous learning process. You cannot be stagnant mm -hmm. in terms of what you know. And what you know now may not be applicable to what will happen in the future. Next, this is the next point. What's your thought on the hardest part is when you're starting out. Clients usually look for experience and portfolio. It's good to start with small projects and start building your portfolio from there. What's your thought on this? Just don't be intimidated by those requirements mm -hmm. the client wants. Some of them might say no because you don't have experience. You don't have a lot of experience. You only need one client anyway. Yeah. So even if you applied for five, six and you get rejected, but the seventh client would say, okay, I'm willing to invest mm -hmm. in you because you said you are willing to grow mm -hmm. and you want to learn yeah. the task. Then I'm willing to bet in mm -hmm. you because in reality, skills mm -hmm. and the abilities and experience, those can be learned yeah. and can be done. Yep. But the attitude towards yep. work, it can't really change mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. So just do what you can do and do your best learn to do things and eventually you will get that yes. job and it's like building integrity as well and credibility mm -hmm. our ceo is always telling us do what you say and show up it's really important that you are not just saying that i'm a good candidate or whatnot but really putting action to those words proving to your client that you are the best fit for that role next one would be and i think we've already touched on this earlier is people being drawn to youtube because they think that it's an easy way to earn money and which we already mentioned that it is easy money if you have good content you have the right people around you and you have a good number of following and you're willing to put the yes. effort time and energy into yes because there's a lot of people in youtube already it's only a few who delivers good content if you are going to go to that path make sure you have plan as well because it's not as easy as just holding your phone and then you know hi guys and all that <laughs> but if you're so comfortable doing that give it a try start and learn as you go here's the last one based on experience what advice can you give to newbies struggling to find a job online or struggling to find a decent paying job online? Start small, one step at a time. And don't be discouraged if your starting salary is small. Mm -hmm. Think of it as you are adjusting. Just like when you work in, in, in a company anyway, you have a training phase. Yeah. So think of it like that. But you have to know your value and your rate. Mm -hmm. If you think you can deal with it, if it fits what you're doing to what you're getting mm -hmm. that's yep. okay but don't really settle for less yes. just because the client says so mm -hmm. 
because there will be more clients out there that are willing to pay mm-hmm. more than what you're mm-hmm. getting now on that current client. Along the way, learn. That's the only thing. Learn, learn, and one step at a time. And just upskill. The more skills you have, the more pay you get. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's okay to be good at only one thing, but it's also okay to be jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. Because now you have more field. You can cover all or most of the things. So it means you're more flexible. But either way, don't be scared. So we all start somewhere. We all start small, but just continue doing it. That is right. The most important part of that is you should start. Mm Because that's where the fear would come in like from the time that you wanted the desire that you want to transition to working remotely up to the time that you would start the fear will be in between and so you just have to start start looking and make sure that you are looking at the right place maybe this is one of the reasons why there are accounts in upwork that are not approved because the skill or the category they're choosing are already congested. That's why we keep on saying to make sure you have a lot of skills because with that, you can have a lot of options, especially like, for example, customer support or virtual assistant. There's already a lot of candidates in that area. You might want to look in other places or look in other categories where you can use your skills. And of course, join groups, communities, where they post a lot of openings and find people that are way better than you and don't be intimidated by that don't be scared don't be jealous just join them as people that can support you because once you surround yourself with smarter people than Mm -hmm. you it means one day you will become like them Mm -hmm. yeah you'll be inspired yeah you you will be inspired and you learn a lot from them and you will think like Mm -hmm. them that's right Our leaders would always say, stand on the shoulders of giants. So these giants Mm -hmm. are those who have already succeeded before you. Learn from them as much as you can. Follow their social media. Learn from them in all the platforms that they have. Watch their videos, their interviews. Like I said, keep showing up. Keep shining on, right? Be the best version of you every day. So any tips or final tips that you would like to share to our listeners well the final tips i wish i've done uh-huh. this when i was looking for a job was actually to take a phone record myself make a video cv mm-hmm. instead of a paper yep. written and then upload it in dropbox or google drive and just give the link when you are applying for a job because that shows a lot about effort Mm -hmm. and most clients want effort someone that can stand out and believe me or not i would love to hire somebody who would do that when they are applying for because it shows really a lot of personality in there yes that's right it's something that you cannot see in the written cv so Mm -hmm. for my final tip it has something to do about standing out make sure to create a standout email address gone are the days of using honeybabe03 at yahoo.com or (laughs) create something that would stand out. Actually, it happened to me when I was starting and decided to really try working remotely. I thought of an email address that would stand out because most often than not, if 
the person you're sending an email to, they will not look into the subject first. They would look into the email address. So I created my email address and my long-term part-time client, she told me when I sent her an email that I love your email address because my email is your remote executive that already caught her attention and that's the reason why she considered me working for her and next is of course having a unique and creative cv apart from the video cv you can also do a one page cv if you're not really confident in doing or recording a video you can create a one pager cv you can do that in canva there's a lot of template or if you're creative enough you can do your own but of course don't make it too colorful or too playful or whatnot something that would fit to the job description and one last thing cover letter it's really important irene already mentioned this earlier on but make sure that the tone of your cover letter fits to the tone of the client because like the long-term part-time client that i have i just saw her post in a group and she was like I need someone who can help me with this task. It's like an Excel task, I guess, to format the Excel file. So it's very casual. It's very friendly. So I replied to her not in a formal sounding cover letter. And that's it. The relationship started and until now we're working together on a regular basis. I suddenly remember something which is really useful, I think. Lately, I was into web developing mm -hmm. kind of, you know, websites and all of that. And we have WordPress free. And if you are starting out, make a portfolio. Mm -hmm. Just write about yourself in that website. It's just one page about anything and everything you can do. Because first, the client will be so impressed that you really put a lot of effort in that one. You don't even have to buy a domain because... WordPress mm -hmm. would actually give you that for free and you don't have to worry about the hosting. If any small task that you've done, add it there, ask a feedback from the client, add it there as well. And then the next client, when you're applying for a job, aside from the CV, videos, yep. CV, send them a link to your website. And that, believe yeah. me or not, I think you will really, really and get And if you're really good with what you do, you can ask testimonial from your clients, right? And you can put it there. So mm -hmm. even if it's like a free yeah. site for you, at yeah. least the information is there. You will be promoting yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. So there. And actually, we forgot. I forgot to mention this. You know what? This is our 10th episode already. So thank you so yes. much. Hopefully you are enjoying the discussions that we are having here. Feel free to send us your comments, suggestions, and whatnot, and we're happy to engage with you. You can reach us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook page is where the F am I heading, the same as the title of the podcast. And so that's it. See you on our next yep. episode. Once again, this is Ruth. This is Irene. Have a nice day. Bye. Goodbye.